The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. So I wanted to share this picture with you today. This is a picture of our little flock from this last week. These are the kids that attended, most of the kids, that attended Vacation Bible School um, here at New Life. We started last Sunday, a week ago, in the evening, and we went through Thursday evening. If you were a volunteer or helper for VBS this year, would you please stand? Thank you. I want to say, make sure you, you know that we appreciate you and that we thank you for the help that you uh, put into making this happen. It was a huge success. Uh, I also know uh, we had some kids at the first service. I see Max here. Uh, Max was at VBS. Max, can you tell me what was your favorite part of VBS this year? Water balloons. <laughs> Water balloons. That's okay. Uh, Logan said the same thing at the first service. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do with that. If water balloons are the best part, I guess we did the right thing. Um, but, yeah, the water balloons were great. Um, so that was the best part for some kids, the water balloons. Um, Jesus said, do not be afraid, little flock. This little flock up here is returning to school very soon. Some of them are even beginning school for the first time. And it makes me think about all of the fears that these kids will face as they return to school. Will I fit in? Will my friends still like me? Will my teacher be mean? Will I be able to find my classroom? Will people laugh at me? Will I make good grades? Will I be good enough to be on the team? Will my school be safe? Will I be bullied? 
Jesus says, do not be afraid, little flock. If we go back to the very beginning, the original context of these words, the gospel according to Luke was written probably sometime in the 80s, end of the first century in the common area. And it was the height of persecution for the early followers of Jesus. The flock was under attack. They found themselves stuck between two opposing worldviews that both looked at them as unfavorable. One of those worldviews was that of the Jewish religious leaders. Remember, early in Christianity, there was no separation from Judaism. It took hundreds of years for that distinct identity to formulate. So Jesus' followers were a subset of Judaism, and they were persecuted for it. The Jewish leaders didn't like the idea of a Messiah that didn't match their expectations. The Messiah should not or could not possibly be interested in less than pious people. The tax collectors, the poor, the sick, the oppressed. A Messiah shouldn't be that controversial. The other opposing worldview was the Roman Empire. They didn't like it when the indigenous population of an occupied territory was volatile. Disagreements about who was or wasn't the Messiah did not sound good in the ears of Rome, not to mention that citizens of the empire were expected to attribute worship and reverence to the emperor who was considered divine. Jesus' followers were persecuted from that angle as well. So the gospel according to Luke that we heard The audience of those words truly was a fearful little flock. There were literal things for them to be afraid of. And that's the point of view of the gospel author that they're writing from. Your possessions will be confiscated. So don't put your faith in them. Put your reward into something beyond this world. Be dressed and ready for action because you never know when Jesus is going to come and call you home. Be a faithful servant who is ready and willing because we serve a master who takes off his robe, gets on the floor, and washes our feet. Do not be afraid, little flock. The Greek word that's used to describe the flock is mikron. It's where we get our word micro from. Saying little flock is one way to translate it. You could also translate it as small flock or of least importance flock. That one's interesting. Now, you've heard that children were not viewed that highly in Jesus' culture, which isn't exactly true because we've got these stories in the Gospels where parents had six ki- sick kids that they brought to Jesus for healing. So the idea that children were completely uncared for doesn't really line up. However, we do have this story that also comes from the Gospel according to Luke. People were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them, and when the disciples saw it, they sternly ordered them not to do it. But Jesus called for the children, 
and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a child will never enter it. This little flock of kids would have been of least importance in Jesus' day. I'm not that sure that things have changed. Sunday school starting soon. No one has volunteered to teach children third grade and below. I want to tell this little flock, do not be afraid. Little flock, someone will teach you. I sometimes wonder, what kind of church will these kids find in the future? But I'm afraid to ask because I fear that I know the answer. When this little flock brings their grandchildren to this church on Sunday mornings and they open the door, what will they find? I think that some of our Vacation Bible School volunteers that helped last week were a little worried when we got started last Sunday. Is this even going to work? Do we have a plan? How are we going to do this? Let me tell you a secret. The content of what we say to kids doesn't matter all that much. Most of them aren't going to remember it anyway. Here is what kids will remember, though. Was I welcomed and loved? More than anything, they learn or remember about the Bible or the songs or the prayers. Kids need to have a deep sense of being welcomed and being loved. I actually don't care if they remember anything I said to them. It's more important that they felt this was a place that accepted me. And if that's true for children, then it's true for adults as well. This must be a place where you feel welcomed and loved by God. This must be a place where no one is excluded. Everyone deserves to be welcomed and included in this place. The grace and love of God is for each of you. Do not be afraid, little flock. There is a lot to be fearful of and anxious about. This church has lived through a traumatic two years without a full-time pastor. I have no doubt that there is unresolved grief. Perhaps you are still holding on to fears and anxieties that have been with you for years. Do not be afraid, little flock. Amen.